Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We, we are back old school. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified oh. Piedmontese. Special ingredients in Butcher Shop, located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. They have pasta, their own spices, sauces, seafood, um, uh, frozen meals, both uh, single and family serving. Um, They have their own jerky. And they have a a pastry department and some uh, sorbet. I like the strawberry sorbet. DP has had the lemon and coffee. Yes, sir. So it is plentiful in there, especially on a beautiful day like today. But. It is draft night. We, we've got to dive into it. We are now one hour and 55 minutes from a kicking off in KC, Kansas City, Missouri, as T as T.O. like to say. Um, What's the BC Boys song? No sleep till yeah, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think by all, by all assumptions, by draft experts, the Carolina Panthers are going to draft Bryce Young. Then after that, all hell is going to break loose. And it's not just because – Houston might not be sold on CJ, CJ Stroud. It's not just because there's teams that love CJ Stroud that might just trade up to get, you know, the pick higher, which is the number two pick. But from the people I've talked to in Houston, a couple friends and, and different scouts and listening to people, the, the consensus is there's only about 16 to maybe 18 players that are realistically first round picks. So that what that lets you know after that, there's going to be a mad scramble. This is all assumption. Mad scramble to draft those 18 type of 18 players. Realistically, probably about 25, but let's just say 18 players. Then after that, you're going to see, a, I would assume, or the potential could be there of a lot of movement, trading back in the draft, trading out of the draft, get multiple picks next year, possibly players getting traded for present day picks right so essentially if you really need so if there's only 18 guys right and there's going to be a quick run on offensive tackle there's a ton of tight ends so you can see that some of those guys fall to the second third and maybe fourth round that generally should have maybe been first and second round picks considering that the way you know the offenses are structured with multiple tight ends so you could see you know say like you have a linebacker just you know just say for instance or, you know, or just say an offensive tackle that's up and coming, that's in a contract year, and DP is the GM of the, just say the Jets, or just say a team that is tackle needy, and they weren't able to get a deal done to get up and get one of those, say, top four or five tackles, but somebody that is already played in the NFL, kind of like a transfer portal type of deal, that might be up for his tender type of deal, which is like his fourth or fifth year of his rookie contract, or in the middle of a contract, right, and it may be a sending player or somebody that has the potential, you could get a phone call to get that because everybody knows that if you, whether it was the Jets' case, drafted or, or acquired Aaron Rodgers or you have drafted a quarterback in the last year or two or in, present, or in the present draft that you need a legitimate offensive tackle, whether it's right or left tackle or guard or whatever the, the hole may be, you know, you could see some of that going on. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see when the runs go on tight ends, when the runs go on offensive tackles, when the running backs get picked after Robinson, right? You got Gibbs that has the, you know, I didn't, I never felt like Gibbs was an Alabama running back because he wasn't very powerful, but yeah. extremely good out of the backfield and on screen game inside outside zone. Well, that, that kind of, you know, really, you know, is an NFL type of running back, right? So, you know, where where do these guys, you know, do they slip after Robinson, you know, because of the runs on tight ends or the runs on the offensive uh, tackles? Then the quarterbacks are going to be huge. After the top four, who's the fifth? And then who drafts them, right? You got to think, you know, Minnesota's been connected to uh, Hooker for quite some time. Kirk Cousins, I think, is in the last year of his deal, I think. You know, guarantee, probably another guaranteed $30, $40 million, but Kirk Cousins is fleeced the whole NFL now, gangster, do you do you draft him with the assumptions, right? And you got to think though. Let's let's also not not forget. Just a couple years ago, the Vikings had spent a second round pick on the quarterback from Texas A and M, mm-hmm. and then they had an offensive coordinator change, and he hated him and never gave him a chance. So you got to make sure it's lock and step with the Vikings GM and head coach. Both of them are new. Both of them will be because they're both of you know the GM hired the coach. So it's going to be interesting to see the direction of the Vikings going forward if they choose the, a quarterback in the late first round, second round, or third round because they were a 13-win team last year, but nobody expected them to be a 13-win team last year. Now the true team played like they did in the playoffs where the Giants came in there you know, and spanked them on the booty. How long do they ride the good fortunes of last year with the, with the, which, with the quarterback that is highly paid, and I will say this, Kirk Cousins the last two years has played well. But you have a tradable running back that's that could have been traded in Dalvin Cook. Again, the scenario like we talked about before, you know, you need a real deal running back, i.e. hopefully Buffalo Bills that he could play with his brother, or the Dolphins that he's been linked to, right? Tradable asset with, with Dalvin Cook. Do you kind of systematically DP if you're the Vikings, right? We have a lot of Vikings fans that listen. We obviously Chiefs in Denver, but we have a lot of Vikings fans. If you're the Vikings, do you systematically kind of implode this team with the smokescreen, right? Adam Thielen's in Carolina, so that's your stalwart. That's the guy that homegrown, uh, walk on at Minnesota State, free free agent, great made story, him, made himself into a legit NFL receiver, mm-hmm. was okay with being number two to Justin Jefferson, didn't want to take a super pay cut, he, two years in a row, he's gone, right? You got Harrison Smith who's pretty, pretty much a Hall of Fame um, safety. He's long in the tooth. He took a pay cut, kind of like a la Adam Thielen did last year. So you know he's on the way out. Then you got rid of Hendricks, the linebacker, who was your captain, right? So now you're, the middle of your defense went from a strength to a weakness. Then you flip to the other side. Kirk Cousins is the last year of the deal. The best way to systematically start doing it is starting to add pieces behind legitimate guys and then be like, oops, Next year, oh, we had to get rid of them. Do now you, we do they to- do they really think that they can't that the thirteen game win winning season was a fluke and that they could not match that? Because if you're a play away from from being in the NFC Championship game, good luck or not, don't you spend one more year? Because it's well, you, if you did DP, they've already told on themselves though because they already answered themselves. Okay, they got rid of Thielen, who's still your number two or number three, mm-hmm. and would have probably came back on a cap friendly deal. What he got Just to Car- stay. And- what he got in Carolina, easily you could have made work in Minnesota. Facts, facts. You got rid of Hendricks when he had a really good season last year. 
and he and he answered the bell every game, mm-hmm. right? And then you got Harrison Smith that you brought back on a kind of cap friendly deal, and you were talking about getting rid of Dalvin Cook, and you didn't extend Kirk Cousins. So essentially, it's one more year, kind of like what you're saying. But in reality, we're systematically it's one pre- year with a dismount, with, with one a, foot with, out the door, right? And when you do that, that's how you see guys get traded or or cut by the trade deadline and during the season. This is where I start to think the NFL transfer portal mentality starts to take effect because if you're Minnesota and you win 13 games, to take a step down from Kirk, away from Kirk Cousins is not necessarily a step down from Kirk Cousins. They could go back into the NFL free agent pool and get a Kirk level, Kirk Cousins level quarterback. Can you? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Ooh. For where you've put for the people that will be eligible, because nobody on this draft board past one and two is going to save the Vikings next year. Exactly. So who's out there as a free agent right now that you think right now, Kirk Cousins, not the Kirk Cousins that was with your commanders and Redskins. Well, I'm talking about Kirk Cousins the last two years with the Vikings. Who are the, who are the free agent quarterbacks for next year? And they don't necessarily have to be free agent because we know NFL make trades like they just hand out Tic Tacs. So if people there's, are locking up quarterbacks, you're not going to get you're not going to get Justin Herbert. You're not going to get Josh Allen. You could you're get not, Kyler Murray next year. You could get you go, oh come on, man. Okay, that's so. just disrespect. You know what? <laughs> I don't even know if this is the real. What is Stephen A. Smith? This is blasphemy. <laughs> who who Here, are the free agents? Here's what we got. We have uh, Cousins, like you just mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan Tannehill on the last year of his deal okay. in Tennessee. Jacoby Brissett been going year to year. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Justin Herbert hasn't signed his rookie extension yet. <laughs> Probably coming. Um, Terod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, Drew Locke. Oh, yeah, they're drafting this year. Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah, they're definitely getting you a quarterback. To. They're definitely getting a quarterback. Like, um, well, you know, Minshew could be – like, it's just oh. weird enough in the NFL that people love Minshew. But no, he ain't bringing – Minnesota ain't Minshew, man, man, come no on. Way. Baker? No. No. No, I would – James Over those two choices – Y'all disrespecting the game. If you want to win – I'm just naming names, Jay. I'm if you want to win next year, if you want to be in the 11 to 14 You bring win, in Jameis. You bring in Jameis, Jameis who, who can do that. He, he can lead in his weird way. Minshew will manage in his Minshew way, right? He's not going to screw it up. He ain't go, he ain't going to set it on fire, but he ain't going to blow it up either. But yeah, I I'm not sure that anybody on the, at the bottom past number two can save them next year. No, but so but it's not only that though. So so what will happen is Kirk Cousins is there this year, even if they draft get another year. What, getting, what about they, Jordan Love? He's getting no, no, you don't no. well him or Trey Lance, no. They both hot garbage. So you're going to get Kurt for another year, mm-hmm. but then you're going to be then it's going to be make or break if you know if they draft whoever they drafted for them. Do you know you mess around going to have Kurt Cousins in Minnesota for three more years? If you if you, if you're not totally sold on <laughs> the guy funny. you drew that you That's draft funny. this if you draft somebody this year if you're not totally sold then in a year that he is your starting quarterback and not just a starter. For a couple years, the guy that you expect to start for at least four to five years, because that's the length of a franchise. Kurt will guy. Kurt will win at least eight games the next two years. Right. So if the guy that you draft doesn't do that, well, can't do that, uh-huh. and you're not willing to surround him with the pieces with it. Mm-hmm. There's two ways to look at it. Then you don't draft him, or you do put him in there and make sure you jettison Kurt Cousins because at the end of the day, if you don't surround Kurt Cousins with certain weapons. 
he ain't going to win anyway. So well, you get the best receiver in football, right. and it's not enough. Well, you you got the best. You well, got the, you well, got one of the top offense, three running backs in the, the game. offense has not been the problem. Well, on that other side, if you if defense you is your problem, it. you're disrespectful to the most important people in your defense. Well, you just gutted it, though. Yeah, like I, I don't know what the Vikings are doing, quite frankly. Well, they don't know what they're doing because they won 13 games this year and they expected to win eight. Yeah, yeah, like we we oopsed into it, and we, it's that thing that if you're playing with house money, you tend to play with house money. So yeah, you gotta you gotta go with it. You like 13 say- wins. Look, remember, Nebraska fans understand. 10, 9 and 10 wins ain't a bad thing compared to what it could really end up being. And you don't want the Vikings. The Vikings don't want to be at the bottom of that black and blue they, they've, they've been there before. Well, but the, well, but Detroit's coming. Detroit is more than good. Right? Detroit, Detroit is here. Detroit's coming. Detroit uh, is here. The, the Bears are a hiccup away from coming. They got cap space for days. Right? They're hiccups. Look, just look, if you're not sure, stay happy. You ain't got to be excellent. Stay and be happy because that 13 wins, look, 90% of the league would love to be the Minnesota Vikings at the end of last season. Yeah, but will they be happy with 10 wins instead of 13 because A.A. Ron's gone? Yeah, if you were expecting – if you were expecting – You got to think Chicago's still a year or two away. You got your – then you're – Detroit's up and the Packers are still – The Packers are done. The Packers are done. Do you really think the that Packers, the Packers the become? The Packers are done. You, are, are they the seller, folks? No, they're third. The Packers are done. So break down that division for me. So is Detroit the team? Detroit be the Vikings right now. Vikings right even now. Even without dealing all those guys. Right. And Detroit in a close second. Right. The Packers, Bears. Ooh. But the Packers are done Ooh. essentially running the league because of getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. And is there anything, and this is where I always tell people the way I watch the draft, is there any pick, is there any player who could change a team's fortune? Because otherwise, it's just recreation. Yeah, it's just rinse and repeat. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, just well, recreation. I mean, I mean, we look at it right here, right? We'll look at these guys. Who just, can change okay. Carolina, right? So immediately we Bryce say Young. Bryce Young. I think C.J. Stroud can in the right situation. Majority of teams. C.J. would own Houston. Right. But I'm saying, you're talking about changing the draft. I'm talking about on the field. Well, Will I mean, Anderson can. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jalen Carter definitely can, as long as he right. keeps his head on straight. Right. A cornerback, the two cornerbacks really can't, but they're going to be a part flip, of the conversation. They're going to be plug and play right away. Yeah. Um, Robinson, the running back, I think he's a top ten player, so I think he could do it as well. But he has to get into the right situation. I think if he goes to Atlanta, that's really good with that young, exciting uh, Tyree Wilson. I'm not sold on because of the the injury history. I think Nolan Smith is a workout guy. I think if he has a good surrounding cast around him, which he doesn't in this by this mock draft is in Philly, I like it. Zay Flowers, I think he's the he's the sleeper as a receiver. I think he's a guy that's going to be a pro bowler by his third year because of the, his run after the catch and how tough he is. Then you get into Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio State, um, and the best tight end in the draft is Kincaid. I think the bus the biggest bus bus pick so far. Besides Will Levis and quarterbacks get bust on them so quick, but nobody realizes they don't have an offensive line. They didn't draft any receivers. I'm talking about like David Carr and all that. Lucas Van Ness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The testing out the eight sacks is great. Mm-hmm. The experience to be a top 15 pick isn't there. And then if he goes to the Patriots, they're known for just keeping guys there and they just don't do anything. 
you know, because all you're doing yeah, is scheme, right, scheme controls. Scheme, scheme control. And the fact that he's only played two years is a little bit um, – I, I didn't think he was that good at Iowa. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the rare people that said, look – He I, was okay. He was good. I got, what he, I got why he got some credit, but – He was good. If you told me healthy, healthy linebackers around the Big Ten Conference, he's six or seven. Yeah, well, he's a D tackle. <laughs> he's a D tackle. I mean, he's a he, but he's a physical freak. I mean, to be six five, two seventy five, two eighty five, five percent, five percent. Where would fat, you play him? That's the problem. Yeah, like he, that's he, my question. He's not Will Anderson off the edge, right? Um, I don't know if he has the bulk. Well, in this day and age, in in a in a you know nickel defense, I could see him as a pretty good three technique. But is that worth the top ten, fifteen pick? That's where you might be looking into a bus material. Then you start just throwing guys in there. You got tight ends throwing in there. You got, you know, a whole bunch of defensive backs. You got Jordan Addison who left Pittsburgh. He's thrown in there. I don't think he's like a, like a, a changer, like a, you know, a franchise changer. Um, you got the D tackle from Wisconsin who I think is good. Then you got Miles Murphy. Then you start to get into a lot of guys that are um, potential guys. And that's where your, your draft really falls off. And that's where I think you're going to see a lot of, a lot of uh, wheeling and dealing. It's going to be also interesting to see what the Buffalo Bills do, right? Because they should trade up for Levis. Get two Josh Allen's on the roster. No, wow. my Josh just Allen. Mean. My Josh. That's just my mean. My Josh Allen doesn't put mayonnaise in his coffee. That's and just... eat like <laughs> rotten bananas. The thing with Buffalo is <laughs> you have a wide receiver one. Your offense is pretty good, but your offense is so predicated on Josh Allen scrambling around and making plays. So in order to get over the hump, and now you got AA Ron down there, so you know that system that in that offense that he runs with him at the at the held is going to be legit, especially if they got to run out the clock or late game situations. So that nullifies Buffalo getting maybe two possessions at the end of the game. You might be down to one. We need a legitimate running back. We need to improve the offensive line, and we need to get bigger on the defensive line. So so you either got to either acquire that, draft it, or you better trade for it right now. Can you can Buffalo does Buffalo have the trade assets in place to move up to get Robinson? That's literally the conversation yeah. in Buffalo. But is he the type of running back do you that you want, or do you want the second or third guy? No, I want I want the right. dude. If I'm or, Buffalo, or, or, but, but I'm gonna to I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna prolong Josh Allen's career by three years by getting Bijan Robinson. Oh yeah, you can get Bijan <laughs> Robinson, or you can put together a trade day uh, draft pick you know package to get DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, well, D Hop, D Hop's out there, um, man. So then you got two number ones. You got you got Dalvin Cook's brother, but you still have to you still have to replace. You got to get better on the defensive line. But D Hop's only going to go to a place where there's an established quarterback, right? Like he's not going to go yeah, be somebody. Buffalo. The recent chatter is he's going to get traded to Tennessee for the number three pick. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but do you want that? I do not, because that means the Titans are taking C.J. Stroud. So no, I do not want that. Oh man! No, don't ask me no, about the Titans. The I don't care about the, the Titans. Titans ain't gonna take because because your boy Ryan Tannehill said he ain't gonna help him. They don't love Willis though, and they're gonna let Tannehill walk. Jay, you they just drafted somebody in the second round. Yeah, they don't like Willis. They're fed up with him already. I don't. I don't like that. I don't get it. But that's where they're at. I, I like this text question. Scott asked, "What what do you see the Raiders doing?" I have Dude, no Raiders, idea. Here is what the Raiders are gonna do. The Raiders are gonna take always take the fastest guy in the draft. I can Trey, see the, I can number see, seven I overall. Can see the, I can see the Raiders taking Witherspoon, the corner. I can see the Raiders taking 
Van Ness, who we just talked about. I can see the Raiders taking a wide receiver. I don't see the Raiders doing what they need to do is essentially taking Skaronsky or somebody like that because they need so much help on the offense. I don't see them but doing that's, the right thing. Skaronsky is the perfect Raider. pick. Right. He's the perfect Raiders pick. No nonsense Neanderthal to help your new quarterback and that running game that you need to to establish right. to be to be vital. Now, who do you relevant. think the who do you think the who's, who's who do you think is going to play quarterback for the Raiders? They got Jimmy G. I, I, no, I, I think, mean long term. I mean, well, I, I think Jimmy G is the guy. I, he's a to me, he's perfect for Vade. Like he's here's the perspective. He's Joe Namath to New York Jets. Well, he's been, he's, he's been, the perfect. He's been in that system before. Right? He's, he's been in the system before. I just wonder. He will have more he, marketing than he's ever had in his life. Sure. He's going to be out with showgirls. He'll be connected right. to people. Oh, sure. Yeah, He'll get is, everything thing, that but. he possibly wants. And he won't have to care. Like, he just has to be basic in Vegas to be really good. Right. Because he's got dudes. And he's he has to be basic. Like, just don't screw it up. And he's – he. He's more personable than Carr, right? He's definitely more Vegas than Carr. Yeah. For he's all the sellable, stars. He's sellable, but what we're talking about, you got to think, Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. You got to think, dang, Russell Wilson's going to get it together with Undershawn Payton uh -huh. mm -hmm. and Herbert. And then that's a big drop off to Jimmy G. G no, Jimmy G's not scared of none of them. Oh, I'm not, I, I'm not saying he's scared. I'm talking about his performance on the no, field. No, look, th that's a Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah, he got you there. Like that's a that's a that's a conference champ. Did you see him perform there? Look, I look. You can tell me that the perfect ten can't cook, bro. Look, I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. Too many times we 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 base people on the thing they the one thing they can't do. That dude has been in con multiple conference championships with less than stellar talent around him all the time. Okay, I'm so here's what the Raiders are going to do on the draft day. DP calling mm -hmm. here. Yeah. They trading him to the Commanders. <laughs> I'm okay with that. They signed him to a contract. I just think that Jimmy the Raiders, G with the with the I Commanders the Raiders, and the Commanders win the NFC I East. I think the Raiders in they the win the NFC round, East. They'll take a quarterback. They win the if the Commanders get Jimmy G, they win the NFC East. You asked for a quarterback in Washington. I didn't better ask than where you did. better than that. Look, I want that for him. If the Panthers traded for Jimmy G, they would win their division. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not mad at Jimmy G for being kind of a knucklehead, <laughs> right? For kind of a knucklehead. But, man, that dude's, that hey, dude's one said, big game. DP, the Raiders do said that since you, you you so much on Jimmy G, they go in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, look, if Jimmy G's the quarterback for the Raiders for 80% of their games, oh, Kansas, City, Kansas City is in trouble. No. No, no. No. Oh, no. DP. He ain't, he's no, not, not afraid happen. of Kansas City. No, not having it. What that? What Kansas City Chiefs defense all of a sudden is is the monsters of the midway? No, no man. But you know what? Uh, you know what Kansas City has that that Jimmy G ain't. Mahomie. Mahomie's different, it, it's but, not, but it's not even close. But the other talent around them is there's better talent in Vegas than there is in Kansas City. Yeah. Let's let's be honest and not right. trip. You take right. Mahomes, you switch Jimmy G and 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 Mahomes, and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again with with Jimmy G. Right, but guess you what? can't but say that, that the other way. But guess what though? Yeah. Andy Reid's the coach, and, and I ain't and, mad at him. And the uh, old boy's the coach down at the Raiders. Yeah, I, I'm That's just saying. That's the difference. I'm just saying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying I, and I'm future. and I'm not the biggest Jimmy G dude, but I'm, I'm gonna just tell saying you, saying that for the for the future.
Yeah. And I'm thinking three, four years down the road. Yeah. If th- you find somebody, a Hayden Hooker, hmm? a Richardson, I wouldn't be mad if you do it because they can potentially. Well, I don't know who their backup is, so it's that's the a dude thing. Stedham, Stedman, Stedham. No. Uh, yeah, we we draft fourth round. We go get uh, uh, Stetson Bennett, and I'm I'm thrilled. If I go into from the Raiders, Bennett? if I'm in the if DP I'm like the DP, you like all your quarterbacks look like insurance salesmen. Look, I need to trust my quarterback. Man, that ain't gonna win you no Super Bowl. Jimmy I, G ain't winning you nothing, man. Look, Jimmy there's a whole generation of quarterbacks. Look, not everybody. The Patrick Stetson. Mahomes are rare. I know they're unicorns. That's why I say so, Jimmy G ain't got a chance in hell to even compete. There are no unicorns available. So what right. do you do? Win as many games as possible. Man, let me tell you, Stetson Bennett ain't doing nothing up in there. If he's my backup, you might as well get Pocket Hercules. If he's my backup, I'm cool. You like cool. Pocket Hercules as your quarterback? A multiple national champion? Yeah, I'm cool oh, with no, that. No, I'm talking about Pocket Hercules. If Pocket Hercules is my backup quarterback, I'm cool with No, that. I'm talking about as your starter. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got to go to break, man. DP, DP falling in love with these insurance salesmen, man. I think, I think That's DP, the coach in me, man. I Listen. think DP likes Stetson Bennett after he saw – the cop cam or the cam thing when Stetson Bennett got his DUI. Or his well, DUI, you know, he, he got a little swag. Yeah, I, got, I, I think that Austin, that that DP DP's in the meeting for the for the draft meeting. Uh-huh. He says, "Listen, I I had this is the deciding factor. They turn off the lights and they got the big screen, and DP plays that. That's why we draft. That's old school. We're going to break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Husker draft picks, and then we're going to send you guys off." Uh, DPJ Foreman Austin. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.